Have you ever had a massage? Have you ever thought about getting one? Well, hey, it's me, Dr. D. And today I have my friend Anna with me and we're going to give you an insider look as to what it takes to becoming a massage therapist and what happens behind the scenes. All right, so today I have the pleasure and the honor of introducing my really good friend, Anna. Anna, say hi. Hello, everyone. So thank you for joining me today, and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to record this podcast with me and share with us your story. Okay. Um, so tell me about yourself. Like, I know you use, you're, you're currently in the health field, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Right. But let's get start from the beginning. What did you do for the first X number of years before you made the jump? So prior to of my jump into healthcare. I was an executive assistant for close to 16 years. Prior to that, I had about nine and a half years in as a field engineer. Oh, wow. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. So was there like a sudden moment where you're like, okay, I'm done with this. I need to change you know, my, my career goals. Or was it always in the back of your mind that you wanted to get into the health field? I think in all honesty, even at a very young age, when I think about you know, when you dress up mm-hmm. a, as a child and, and you think, I always wanted to play a doctor or a nurse or something like that. And so I think I've always wanted to do something in healthcare. Yeah. And I just didn't take the leap. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So what made you take that leap? That's a really good question. I think, honestly, I got to the point where I just was unhappy Mm-hmm. And I was unhappy with myself okay. being unhappy. And so kind of like <laughs> sick and tired of being sick and tired kind of exactly. situation. Exactly. <laughs> so I think I finally said, you know what? I need to make a change. And if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now. Okay. So for those of you guys who don't know who Anna is, Anna is a fantastic massage therapist. I actually got to know her before. While she was going to school, she, I actually think I met you just as you were beginning to go to school yes. for massage therapy. Yes. And I was telling you how you just have the hands for it. You have the the energy and the personality for it. And it's amazing to see how you've blossomed and bloomed in the last two, almost three years to become the massage therapist that you are today. Thank you. Of course. It has been a journey. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely has. And... You know, so so why massage? Of all the health fields you could have chosen, I mean, I remember you, you got into essential oils for a little bit. Right. You still use them, but a little I bit do. more on not not so much as your primary um, method of engaging with patients and clients, but more of now you're just really fo- focusing on uh, massage. Why massage? I have always been a person that likes touch. Yeah. Even as a child, I loved hugs. Ooh la la. Well, I, you know, just <laughs> hugs. I think yeah. hugs and just the, the connection mm-hmm. of touch is so important. Yeah. And it can do just so much for a person's energy and just their outlook that day. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying hello to somebody right. could make the biggest difference in their day that day. Yeah. And for me... Just touch has always been one of those things. I yeah. love hugs. I love the connection that you can make with people. Right. I mean, from a scientific perspective, that makes so much sense because 
you know, when you, you give someone a hug, you release a lot of oxytocin yes. into your body. And that's just from a scientific perspective, not alone all the techniques and all the, you know, the personal connection and, and, and the the actual act of the massage and the techniques involved with that. Right. Um, and, and it is a very powerful tool. So I am glad that you, you decided to go with massage. Now, tell me, I know this is something that we talked about before. Mm. Um, but, like, it's, it's something that plagues massage therapists throughout you know, throughout the world, I guess you could say. Okay. <sighs> Creepers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. we, we, I've seen, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to say that I've lived long enough. I'm only 30, but I've lived long enough to witness the transition of the terminology people call a massage therapist, masseuse, masseuses, right. Right. masseur, whatever, right. to massage therapists right. becoming a little bit more of a, well, a lot more of a professional title than I'm just a masseuse. Um, I mean, I can talk about it for a, a days, but why don't you tell us what 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 sparks that change and what has been your personal experience, if any, um, pertaining to that? So I think, and and this is something that we as massage therapists are going to be in the fight for a long time. I mean, I think we've been people. Prior to me, have been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we were dealing with legislation in California for one, uh, and just trying to get rid of the bad apples, right? right? Um, and I think it's up to us as students. I still consider myself a student because I I will never be a complete. Um, I don't think I'll ever know everything, and that's what I love about this. Yeah. Uh, there's always different techniques and modalities and such that you can learn. But I think the way we have to look at it is it starts with us as an individual Mm -hmm. and how we portray ourselves and our business Mm -hmm. and ourselves as a professional and the way we interact with people, whether it's through social media or on the street, mm-hmm. or in our office. Mm-hmm. It's bringing the, the level of professionalism up right. so that people know, hey, she, she or he takes their job seriously. Right. And that's what I try to, um, I try to portray, mm-hmm. and I try to have be the case mm-hmm. with every person that I come to and right. that comes to me and to my office right. is just, I take the more clinical approach. Yeah. So you won't get on my table yeah. as a new client until I have a chit chat with you about your medical history. I need to know if you've had any past injuries, what's going on with you uh, today, what's gone on with you in the past, so that I can make sure that I keep you comfortable and right. safe. That's awesome. And yeah. I think it, it's it's our responsibility. Yeah. Everyone's responsibility. That, that is really important because, you know, it's, it's you, you want to have this professional image, but you also have to work for it. I think it's, yeah. it's kind of where we're going with this. And it's important. And I know that at your office, you know, clients can make appointments online. Right. Which is not something that you can you see often with a lot of massage therapists out there. But not only that, I believe your your system basically sends them their intake paperwork from the full health history to all the consents to a, a clear and in, informative paragraph that tells people that this is a therapeutic health institution. You know, there's no hanky-panky, all that other yeah. bullshit. 
um, <clears throat> non-sexual, yeah, a very non-sexual. Sexual, I think uh, non-sexual, I believe, is is the words that they actually use yeah. in the liability waiver. Yes, and that I believe is one of the biggest reasons that I chose this particular uh, application mm-hmm. for um, yeah to use because it honestly for the price it offered so much right. to help me on the back end mm-hmm. so that I can just really focus on the client that I have in front of me. Right. That's what I love. I, I feel like it, it will filter out on its own a lot of the people who are looking for something not so, you know, in in the spotlight, I guess, it would be the way to say it. Um, and I've already had a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's taking those conversations and just keeping it professional. Right. And making sure that they understand yeah. that, uh, yeah, there's no happy ending at, after my... <laughs> Not in the way they're looking for. Not in the way they're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's move on to the next point. So in terms of massage, what are some common things or what are the things that you find that you are able to affect or fix or or help with the most? What are some of the symptoms Mm. that you see or, or the problems people come in with? That you're like, you know what, honey, lay down. I got you, boo. You know, <laughs> let me fix you. you. Give me an hour. Give me 90 minutes. You'll be going out of here like a new person. So I think a lot that I see is, you know, the, I call it Silicon Valley-itis. I do too. Ah. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yes, queen. So it's the, what do we call it? The, the bilateral shoulder, the anterior forward rotation. Of the shoulders. Right. Forward roll uh, shoulders for the, the less medically inclined out there. <laughs> so basically hunched over. Okay. And then a lot of neck issues. Tension in the neck. Tension in the shoulders. The lower back. Um, I see a lot of swelling from people. So lymph drainage or lymphatic drainage for others. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Boulanger. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I do see a lot of that as well. Yeah. And then, you know, just people that just need the hour to turn off that phone oh, and just not be bothered. Yes. So. You know, that's that's a <laughs> that's a, a big thing and that's, that's gonna lead me to the segue that's cause for those of you out there, Anna is amazing. She works on me and we I work on her as well. And you know, one of the things that we've talked about previously and even today is how how stressful life can be, especially when you're running your own business mm-hmm. and, and when you're seeing, when you're being a therapist or a chiropractor where you're actually developing a, a relationship with your patients, a professional relationship with your patients or clients, you become more than just their massage therapist. You become more than just their chiropractor. You become kind of just like their overall therapist, even though <laughs> you didn't ask for it. Um, and so when people kind of just dump their day on you, it's great for them. Um, but it kind of leads to us just retaining a lot of stress and a lot of tension. Um, and it's just all part of the job. And, you know, Anna has been able to just find my off switches. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'd be the last person you'd think, you know, I can lie on the table and pass out. And uh, Anna has been able to do that on more than one occasion. So what is that technique? What is that all about? It's, I believe it's called shiatsu? So it's shiatsu acupressure. Okay. Um, but honestly, it's just listening to each individual's body. Okay. Like, people don't understand that 
unless you're in the health field or you're a massage therapist, your eyes are in your hands. Yes. And so paying attention to that and drowning out whatever may be going on in my day Mm -hmm. and literally focusing and being very mindful of the person that is entrusting their body Mm -hmm. to me and that I can hopefully help them uh, find relief or just, you know, release tension uh, is... Is a beautiful thing, but yeah. I take it very seriously, and I think a lot of massage therapists, the majority of the massage therapists out there do too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really just focusing on the individual, yeah. and just quieting our own minds and yeah. just being very grounded. And from from a chiropractic perspective, I think a part of your work is so powerful in the fact that not only are you quieting the mind, but you're also quieting the nervous system system. when you're able to allow the body to rest and heal yes you know if it's you know someone who's constantly go go going like myself the type a's thank you (laughs) (laughs) we need we need that downtime of course whether it's half an hour an hour 90 minutes but for me it's like one of those situations where i see you i go home and i'm I'm zen for a couple days that's awesome and it's the most awesome feeling ever Okay, well, we're actually coming up towards you know the thirteen minute mark, and we wanna I wanna wrap up with a couple things so we hit sure. make sure we hit those things. So for those of us out there who have never seen a massage therapist mm. before, mm-hmm. I want you to I don't know if you could please tell us what are some things we should look for in a massage therapist, why you think they should explore massage therapy as a good option, and um, you know how to get started. Wow, that's a lot. That is okay. a lot. <laughs> Let's go back to question number one, which hey, was... You don't, you, I'm, not, I'm not called inquisitively <laughs> gay doc for no reason. I have a lot of questions Yeah, to you ask. do have a lot of questions. Okay, so I think... Ask people. Okay. Ask friends. Obviously, you know, recommendations, referrals Absolutely. are awesome. Yep. Uh, and they, your friends and, and family won't lead you wrong. Usually. Yep. Usually, right? okay. The second thing is have a conversation with that person. Yeah. If you're a texter, great, but I mean have a physical conversation mm-hmm. with that person. I'm a true believer of energy and having people like they have to resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, because it, you're lying on somebody's table mm-hmm. semi nude. Okay. And so that, for a lot of people, is trust issues, right? Absolutely, yeah. Trusting Body image issues, trust issues, security issues, right? Exactly. So that's, for one, a big thing, uh, I would say. Secondly, um, how how to get started. Uh, You know, like I said, ask people. Yeah. Connect with that person. Yeah. uh, See if they have a website. A lot of the massage therapists that I know are all about texting or calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just know that it might take the person a little bit to, mm-hmm. to get back to you because obviously they're probably seeing clients. Yeah. Um, if they don't call you back in a day or two... Maybe move on? Maybe move on. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. We're at the end of our segment. Let me just go ahead and just give you the opportunity. How, do, how can people find you? Where are you located? And online, and so if people are interested in getting in contact with you for some great work, you know, how can they get a hold of you? 
Oh, thanks. Uh, so open to serenity okay. com would be my website, and then it'll basically forward them on to the um, the scheduling, okay. and it'll show my days that I work and my hours of availability there. Okay. Otherwise, feel free to give me a call at 408-905-7066 and leave me a voicemail or send me a text, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Okay. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. And for those of you, you guys missed that, I'll go ahead and put that information in the description um, for this podcast. So then you can go ahead and get online, make an appointment, or send her a text message if you have any questions pertaining to her services, please. I mean, she's she's a lovely lady, but <laughs> she's got a lot on her hands already. So um, please go ahead and go online, open to serenity.com, mm-hmm. and uh, check her out. And we hope, well, not we, but hopefully, uh, Anna, you get to have some amazing new clients. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I would love still taking new clients. So, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Tune in next week for another stimulating episode of the Inquisitively Gay Doc, Curiosity with a Healthful Twist. (laughs) 